0: Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Oh, Trent Condon. Four. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station.
1: 106.3 KXNO.
0: All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Con Condon, Ken Miller back in studio and taking you to 1 o'clock here this afternoon. Appreciate you spending some of that time here with us. BMW of Des Moines guest list uh, shapes up like this. We're going to speak with David Eicholt uh, coming up here at the bottom of the hour. We'll do a little segment on the Hawks here today. Um, Tickets go on sale for the event at Wells Fargo in two weeks. Did I see that? Mid-May? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. 20-something. Yeah, uh, but uh, we'll talk uh, talk about that, etc., how that came together, what's behind it, other than an opportunity to bring both of the teams here to Des Moines, where you would think that they have a better... Uh, combined crowd than they normally would for those two non-conference games. But David Eichel coming up at 11.30, and then at 12.20 or thereabouts, Kevin Lehman, our friend. Uh, It's uh, Coaches versus Cancer Weekend. The event is held tomorrow night at Prairie Meadows, the big dinner, etc., and all of the uh, in-state teams uh, were asked to recognize one cancer survivor and talk about their fight and how they got through it, etc., and uh, to no surprise, Northern Iowa and Ben Jacobson reached out to Kevin Lehman and said, um, you want, we want you to be our guy. And so Kevin will join us on that. He also saw um, you know, some, of the, some of the new Hawks. Uh, That'll be uh, wearing uniforms, well, when they get to Des Moines, for instance, in the middle of December. So we'll talk to Kevin Lehman uh, about a number of issues, but uh, certainly to congratulate him as he uh, made it uh, through his fight that uh, lasted all basketball season long. Well, our fight was to get back from Vegas and do so in one piece. Um, we're here. We're here. It, um... So you had a delay. Well, uh, Den- Denver had tornadoes yesterday. So were you off the ground? No, we, we boarded the plane in Vegas, and we're just pushing back. You know, you get that little push, you can uh-huh. feel it. Uh-huh. And then we stopped, and then, okay. And then I p- pulled out my phone and my Southwest app, uh-huh. and I saw that, you know, we were supposed to take off at, I don't know, 12.30, um, and we weren't now leaving until 1.46. Oh, yeah, oh, and Denver's a hub. So it's not just me. Uh-huh. It's everybody on the plane uh, that is going to be um, in in a tough spot for connection. I'm not blaming Southwest. It's all weather-related. Like yes. Southwest has had their issues. Yes, they have. I will fly Southwest 100 out of 100 times if that option is available. Well, that's one of it. us. I love it. Um, yeah, they didn't have TNT.
2: No, that sucked.
0: That was, I was pissed about that. Yeah, that was... Um, That was disappointing. Although I made it home in time for the uh, end of lakers Golden State, I'm not sure I missed much. I didn't see any of the early game, but I did get the Leafs and the Panthers on the plane, so that made the ride go quicker. Uh, But, yeah, you know, as I said when we landed, what did I say on Monday when we came on the air? Mm -hmm. We were ahead of schedule. Yes. You know damn well it's going to be a bitch
2: getting home. And And it it was was a bitch getting home. Now you lost luggage? Lost luggage. Flight delayed, which was okay because I only had 40 minutes between my connecting flight. I flew into St. Louis and landed, was supposed to land at 9, actually landed about 9.10. Mm-hmm. My flight was supposed to leave at 9.40. And so I was a little nervous, and as soon as land, and I opened up the app. Flight delayed after 10 o'clock. Okay, that's fine. Get there, set up, phone's about dead, <laughs> plug it in for yeah. five minutes, uh-huh. don't give much of a charge. And uh, get to Des Moines, though. It's a 40-minute flight. I mean, it's up in the air and right back down from St. Louis. Yep. And... See, the bags come through. So I got two. I got the radio equipment. Radio equipment. That comes around. One of the first bags out. Where's bag number two? Mm -hmm. And there was, I just have a black Samsonite bag. Terry got me new luggage for Christmas. And it looks like a thousand. Every of (laughs) them. Right. (laughs) Right. I I need to put something on there to make it so I can see what it is. There was one bag exactly like mine, but it had like this floral pattern, like kind of strip on there. Well, that's not it. And wait. And then the door closes. There's three bags left on there. One lady comes over.
0: Oh boy! Get in line. Fill yep. out the paperwork. Identify your bag. They give you a list, a list of what bags
2: look like. And at this point, it's 11:30. Oh, Ladies, a little nasty. She wanted to go home too. Do you want? Do you have your tag? No. <laughs> right. Did you get a tag? Yes. No. Everybody gets a tag. I didn't. What's your name? Uh-huh. All right. Take it easy, lady. I was fine. Gave her the information. Oh, it's still in St. Louis. Okay. We'll try to get it on the first plane that will be landing here, actually, within 25 minutes. So we'll see if it arrived. You have to go St. back and Louis. get it? Well, they will deliver it. Yeah, good. Maybe. Yeah, and they will deliver it. So hopefully I will be making a call here a little after 1130, uh, probably more like noon, and see if my bag made it way mm-hmm. to Des Moines and got back there with all my clothes in it, my toiletries and all that stuff. So... At what can you do? Right? No, you can't do anything. You can't do anything. It was just a frustrating end to yep. a... It's air travel. Yeah. You're just trying to get back. Yeah. It's, it's, it's air travel. I do not love Southwest like you do. It's fine for what it is, but mm-hmm. it's just fine. Mm-hmm. When you get the directs, it's great. Yeah, that's for sure. But I see no difference between them and the Frontiers and the Allegiance of the world. Their bags fly free on... Well, they not on Allegiant. They don't. Not on I'm Frontier, yeah. they
0: don't. Can you change without a change fee? Ooh, the, probably two? not. I don't think he can.
2: Yeah, I don't think. He but can. you can save a lot of money too.
0: Yeah, um, and if you get, you know, you get the if you buy your ticket early enough in Southwest, it's pretty reasonable. But um, yeah, I'll fly just because I love the TV and a number of, other, and I figured out texting. You did? <laughs> I did. Figured out texting on the plane. Uh, so so that was good before, like you, before my phone died. All right, we'll get into the NBA from last night. Oh, boy, the Lakers better win. Lakers better win game number six because, Uh if you're uh, rooting for the Lakers, you certainly want to get um, uh, this taken care of, I would think, uh, on Friday night as opposed to going back to Golden State and having to try and win a basketball game there. That won't be easy. The Leafs stayed alive last night as they got past Florida in a spirited bout. Uh, so was the uh, end of Edmonton. Uh, the Oilers in Vegas, that got a little bit nasty at the end, as uh, games that get out of hand in the NHL playoffs normally do. That's when you're going to see the fisticuffs. That's when you're going to see the cheap stuff. That's what you're going to see, in some cases, the sticks used as weapons, uh, as we saw last night. Uh, and one of the, the uh, Vegas' best players, uh, Alex Petrangelo, is going to have a meeting and a hearing and uh, should be suspended because he used like an axe. I mean, that was a weapon.
2: That was a big slash.
0: Yeah, against Dreisaitl. Come on, man. You can't do that. He knows better than that. But uh, anyways, uh, so Vegas just, uh, again, circa uh, the the customer service and the hospitality, is just, it's just next to none. Mm-hmm. Uh, the experience is phenomenal. Said yesterday, I never even walked out onto Fremont
2: Street. Now, that won't happen next time we're there, I'm yeah. guessing, because yeah. I love Fremont Street. I don't know why I didn't. I was out there a ton. Yeah. I went up and down Fremont Street. Never left Fremont Street, though. Never went to the strip one time. I'm going to guess next time we go, I'm probably not going to go to the strip one time. I don't. I don't have any. The need. only
0: pull for me is is my uh, Irish bar that I like to go to, yeah. Rira, um, just because of the food and the. And again, I spent honestly, this is an exaggeration. I spent hundreds of nights on a bar stool there. I had to go to Vegas for a period of four years. I would be home for two weeks and in Vegas for a week, rinse and repeat for the entire calendar mm. year. Leave on Sunday, get the early flight out on Friday so I could make it back to spend Friday afternoon with Jimmy B. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh and the corner office was okay for me by doing that so i didn't want to you know take advantage of it and not try to get back in time to uh sit with Princeton. so uh anyways but just re just i'm just comfortable there right just yeah. one of those places anyways uh we'll get into some of the baseball the cubs salvaged one yesterday um remember when we said we had cappy before i think it was the last question i don't know if you or me asked him regardless of the material um when you get back, Cappy, will the Cubs be above 500 or below 500? Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. They'll be above 500. Well, they're two games below 500 now, and they salvaged one last night. Uh, that division, though, again, look at as bad as Pittsburgh is, right. they've been playing, they still find themselves right on top of that division, Trent Condon.
2: We make fun of the American League Central. And as we, we should. should yes. yes. The NL Central, though. It's just as bad. If 84 wins the AL Central, does 86... Yeah,
0: that's, a, that's the number I was going to say. 85-86, yeah. I think, is probably going to get it done. So can the Cardinals do that?
2: You, you asked that about the White Sox, and I still can't see Yeah, that. you know what? I, I watched them get bludgeoned yesterday. Yeah. Um, can the Cardinals do that? To get to 85, that means they would have to win 72 more games. 72 more games, more games yeah. Seventy-two, twenty-five minus, so that'd be eighty-five. That'd be, uh, oh boy, they put themselves in a tough spot. Both of the two of the regional teams, the White Sox and the Cardinals, are in tough spots. Nineteen games over five hundred—that's a really good win pace in yeah. this Cardinals team. Even if the bats come alive like we think they should, mm-hmm. this pitching staff is too bad to have something like I think like so. That. I think so. You can't put that together. I don't, with, I, with I, the rotation, I would the way be shocked. Currently placed, absolutely not.
0: Trent, when we and when we looked at the six divisions, that's the first. That's the first blank I filled in. Well, yeah, Cardinals oh, yeah. are going to win
2: this, yes, because we had the Mets and the Phillies with the Braves in the East. Mm-hmm. So that was at least a a conversation. Yeah, I thought the Padres were. There, it was their year that they're going to knock off the Dodgers. You know, I love the Diamondbacks coming uh-huh. into the year, and I don't think they're going to win the division. But I mean, they're better. They're hanging around, yeah, and yeah. maybe a playoff team at minimum. There, the East. Outside of the Red Sox coming of the year, all four teams he had a conversation mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. Three teams in the American League Central. And there were plenty of people, and we see it right now, the Astros sitting third yeah, with the Angels and the Rangers. And there were plenty of people out there yep. that like them. The Cardinals were the free square. They were. And they're awful. They're last place. Last place since he's ahead of them. 13, Pirates. Pirates in their last 10 are one up and
0: nine down. And they still have a half a game lead in that division. <laughs> in their last 10 games, they've lost nine. And they still have a lead. Let's talk NBA. Let's get Jeff in here. Always appreciate his contribution. Now, don't ask us about... uh... Well, did were you still at the airport for Miami and the Knicks? Did you see anything at a bar? We hanging out. What did you do before you caught your flight? Yeah, I
2: saw a little bit of that. So saw just a small amount of that game, and was able to watch most of the fourth quarter of the Lakers Warriors game. So
0: when you got to St. Louis? No, when I got home. Oh, we were still going at that yep. time. Yeah, I was. Uh, it was a bad game. Yeah. Uh, Jeff joins us. Uh, Jeff, uh, welcome to the program. Jeff, what have uh, what have you seen since uh, we uh, we've been gone?
1: Welcome back, boys. Uh first thing, let's talk about Brunson playing every Yeah. You know, I read that minute. this morning. Um and they you know, they talked to him and they needed him. And he said, you know what? It is what it is. And that's so refreshing to see a guy he's mm-hmm. been working his butt off every game to play every minute because the team asked for him to. And didn't question it. Went out there and just gutted it out. I loved it.
0: So let me uh, ask let me ask you this because I don't want to move on from this game before I do ask you about uh um Jimmy Buckets, first time in a long time, he didn't get 20 points, right? What did they do
1: differently against, or was just a bad shooting night for, for Butler? What say, happened? I would say it's a bad shooting shooting night. You've got to remember, there's so much weight on this guy's shoulder. Oh, there's for sure. they up. Yep. Lowry's a shell of himself, and they have guys playing that they weren't ready to be called. And they're just scratching and crawling for wins. And I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, and let's put this in perspective. Bolster was on the block. To get fired yeah. before the postseason mm-hmm. again, one of the best coaches in the NBA, and it's a magical job what Jimmy's done and Sproulster and the coaching staff have done to be one game away. Um, let's switch uh, and Kevin to, Love was brutal back. too, right? Looking at uh, the
0: box score, Kevin Love had an awful right, game.
1: Brutal, yep. um, Joker to be second team All NBA is a is a tragedy. It's tra- It's I understand next next year they're changing it. And it's going to be positionless, and that's fine. But what he's done again? Let's let's put it in perspective and let's think about it. Back-to-back MVP, plays the game the right way, plays pretty much all the games. Um, was second in voting or third in voting for MVP again this year? For him to be second team is just it's a head scratcher. And again, they're one game away, and everyone's talking
0: about. Well, so who was on the first team? Embiid?
1: Was, uh, and Embiid and was MVP. They go by they they go by. Um, Position still. This is the last year. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I can't remember the five off top by Dome, but they had indeed beat first, which is fine. It's just when you think of the top five players in the NBA, don't you think of the Joker? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Um Jalen Brown and Tatum getting nods. Good luck. Uh They both are eligible for Supermax. I don't know if they want to re-sign them both, but if they do, the Celtics are going to have to really dig deep in their pocketbooks for both those players. Let's get into the game that we all want to talk about. Last couple games have been for a Golden State fan, for a Clay Thompson Curry fan. It's been very hard. Game four was was tragic. It's a mm-hmm. the game they needed. Mm-hmm. They come back last night to see the energy, and and it's great that they're doing it at home. To see to see Green play with that passion, getting twenty yeah. Wiggins um, push Wiggins. The best game probably of the postseason. Yeah. And they're gonna. And let's be honest, they're probably not gonna get Green to do that again tomorrow. Be sure and again. Too. Let's be honest. The calls they were getting—they're not going to get those calls in LA. That's why it's so hard to to talk about the NBA because the refereeing is, is is crazy. So, but what we can bank on, or what I'm hoping for, is to see Wiggins get 20 again. To see Wiggins push the ball in transition, hit some threes, post up when he's got mismatches. When when they find mismatches, when when you know whoever the cross matches, he's great with that little baby hook, the little fade away from about eight feet. They need Wiggins to do that because you can't rely on Jordan Poole. Let's just call it spade of spade. He had some shots last night. He can't defend, guys. He's a minus defender. It's terrible. You can't rely on him. Clay Thompson, the last two games, shooting wise, hasn't been there. But nope. you know what I can I can ring my hat on is game six, Clay. And I'm gonna be on I'm, I'm saying it right now. Klay Clay Thompson's gonna get thirty. He needs night. to. He needs to. And, and I hope and, and again, we've touched base on Curry. And everybody wants to, you know, they're knocking, well, you can't defend, or, well, he, he only shoots three. Boys, if anybody's watching the game, his mid-range is unbelievable. The way he's shaking and baking getting to 16 feet, raindrops, teardrops, threes, mm-hmm. get to the rack. The passing in game four, you guys were in Vegas. I don't know if you, if you watched the mm-hmm, game. We did. The no-lookers, the, no the one-handers behind the back passing. You can, Yeah, did he have a great shooting night? No. But they're not in that game. Without Curry's magic, feeding the basketball, so I'm calling it right now. I was I was in a dark place the last couple nights. <laughs> Golden State, the typhoon is coming, and it's coming to L.A. They're going to win tomorrow night, game seven, two thirty, ABC. You better get your popcorn. You better get. It's your an commentary. afternoon so, game. Well, if I'm if I'm the commissioner, it better be. Ma,
0: what about so be, what about prime time, be. baby? Sunday night. Well, Nah, Don't you think
1: we'll they'll get that. a better? Oh, rate it's on ABC, 30, ABC isn't?
0: Yeah. Oh, then it's not prime time. Yeah.
1: Okay. Ah, Two thirty ABC. I'm, again, I'm calling yeah. my shot. That You're was right. the Highest rating, the highest rating basketball playoff game, not NBA finals, playoff game ever. Two thirty, but they got to win Friday. Sunday, they're going to win, and you'll hear me on Monday. Golden State <laughs> in the Western Conference Finals, baby. Welcome back. I'll talk to you later. Thank
2: you, Jeff. Good to hear from you. They're getting club Friday night. Lakers run. I hope so. I mean, we
0: both got good tickets, right? We so do. It's, it's a little—we got a little bias behind because <laughs> do. I don't think the Lakers can win in Game Seven, whether it's two thirty in the afternoon <laughs> or seven o'clock. Yeah, I just don't think they can go to Golden State and win. I would, I, I don't know. So Anthony Davis gets wheeled off the
2: floor last night, and apparently he's fine today. That's every report that is out there from right away after the game. A and he walked out asked.
0: of the arena on his own. There
2: was—did he have sunglasses on?
0: No, I didn't see. I didn't that. see it either. I just is read the report. That a tell?
2: Well, if you have a concussion, that's usually oh, what it I is. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, had <laughs> nothing else to do with the sunglasses. <laughs> I tried to look cool or anything like that. But normally, if you have a concussion, you have sunglasses yeah. on because bright light yeah, is yeah. very impactful to it. But it sounds like he is a okay, and LeBron is so smart, and he knows. And when I was watching the fourth quarter, he could tell, and you could tell that he could tell. Mm-hmm. that this just was not their night. They yeah. we're not going to be able to get back over the hump. And nope. because of that, let's save it for game six. Mm-hmm. They're going to be raring to go. The number is currently two and a half. I absolutely love that number. The, the Lakers are, are given two and a Short half. Short favorite yeah. in that one. But we have the potential on Sunday to have three games. So sevens. we're going to get a prime time. Suns Nuggets, Sixers Celtics, Lakers Warriors All scheduled. Four game seven on uh, and all on ABC slash ESPN. Don't know. I would guess not. I would guess that TNT would get one. Probably the late game. So let, would, let it to, uh, 5, 7:30? would it be two thirty five, seven thirty? Would it be two thirty six o'clock, nine thirty? What do you do if that's the case in Denver? You'd be talking about an eight thirty local start if it is nine thirty central time. Uh huh. I don't think you want it that late on a Sunday nope. night. Nope. Nope.
0: Can you can you put the Celtics Sixers say at one o'clock and then the Lakers <laughs> Warriors uh, late afternoon? I'm gonna guess that that's already kind of locked in. Uh huh. And then the Suns Nuggets maybe it's maybe at eight. Yeah. Seven. So I'm looking at ESPN's uh, schedule. Oh, that says Saturday. I clicked on Sunday. Why does Sat? That's Sunday. Um. And the networks are TBD. What, except for the Lakers, Warriors, it says ABC. Network is TBD for the other one. That's strange, isn't
2: it? It is.
0: Well, look. I just hope we have to uh, uh, that we that we get to look back and see if we were anywhere close to being right. right. Because if that's the case, we've got three game sevens mm-hmm. on on Sunday. So there's no games on Saturday.
2: Let's see if I don't no, think there is. There isn't. No. Because if we get a Game 7 for Heat-Knicks, that is scheduled for Monday. Really? Yeah. Is there a Saturday potential hockey game? Yes, there is.
0: Uh, the two that are going tonight would come back tomorrow, or on Saturday, rather, if necessary. And the uh, Kraken and the Stars will, because they're best of three right now. So at least there'll be that playoff action to go along with our baseball. Oh, good stuff. Well, certainly, Like, is that Mother's Day? Yeah. Yeah. Not great, not great. Well, no, not no, not <laughs> great. <laughs> not great for the majority of you yeah. out there. You you are like a one percenter. Yep, probably you, in this case I am. Yes. Yeah. My mom has passed, and <laughs> my wife's kids are in California. And, um, Get her flowers?
2: No. no, no. That'd be nice.
0: Yeah, it would be nice. You know what? That's a good. Well,
2: have some flowers delivered.
0: Yeah. Then she'll. Well, it's all right though. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. We'll do something. We'll do something for be- Mother's
2: Day. Before the Game 7 starts. Got to be early in the morning. Yeah, a little brunch. Eh, something yeah, something like that. You'll pick so. it up and you'll eat yeah, it. Yeah, bring it home. Eat it at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, that sounds like
0: about right. Get your pancakes.
2: Oh, I was thrown off yesterday, man. I oh, I can imagine. was on the plane
0: at 8.30 and i think like, mackerel. That was not... Uh, and the planes were
2: packed. So was, my last
0: one no, wasn't. No, well, yeah, I had my it, own row. I knew you would. When you said you were C... You were out of Vegas, you were C-something, uh, yeah. and you were A-20-something, and you know what? Your airplane is completely
2: empty. On row 17, feet up. Yeah. Was sick of watching hockey. How can you get sick of watching hockey? It was us a blowout. That game wasn't good. It's true. Game so I was good. looking at the free Southwest app. I never watched the Creed movies. Oh, is that what you did? So I watched the first half of mm-hmm. the first Creed movie. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed it. Did you? I'm gonna have to figure out how to watch the rest. Now of it. you can't get on that on Frontier Allegiant. Yeah, There's no TV. I, yeah, there is. You just download it before well, you. You, you have to download it. To your, yeah, true. Um, but and then I don't have to deal with them. Well, let's see. Went southwest this past summer for a family vacation. Instead of flying into Pensacola, ended yeah, up in used. New Orleans. Had to drive four hours. <laughs> they lied to me and told me, "Oh yeah, we have a flight later today." There was no flight. Mm-hmm. That was a blatant lie. Mm-hmm. Lady just was sick of me. Right. Lied to my family, trying to get on our family vacation. Then they lose my luggage. Southwest is not at the top of my list right now.
0: Oh, they are mine. I'm not sure they could do anything that, that to lose me at this point.
2: <laughs> well, there's been plenty of negatives that have come their way. Yeah, well, the Christmas
0: thing was bad. Yes. That might have done it. Uh, anyways, um, we will take a time out. David Eichold is going to join us next. We'll catch up on the Hawks and the Big Ten with David Eichold. Do you see
2: much buzz? No. Uh, on, on the Wells Fargo event? Oh, I, it'll... There will be 12, 14, 15,000 so. people in the I, building. I, I think so. It's a chance to not have to drive to Iowa City. I, I think Hawkeyes. it's a really
0: good idea. Yeah. I do. I yeah. think it's a, a very good idea. The gambling story, I don't want to say it's petered out. It's slowed down big time. It has, hasn't it? I mean, Monday was full scale because investigation. Mm-hmm. Criminal investigation. Oh, my God. These athletes are fixing games. Right. Um, we find out that's, that doesn't that, appear to far, be far the, from the yeah, yeah. Far from the, uh, from reality. Uh, Then it kind of slowed down a little bit, a little bit more, and uh, I guess now we're waiting for. Will we know names, or will we only know names if If
1: they run out onto the
0: field in week number one? Or (laughs) no, you know what? We'll know in advance of that, right? Because who's been practicing? Sure. If there's a high-profile position
2: that can't answer the bell in week one, practice. No, but it's not getting first-team reps. Could be. But what if it's just a game or two suspension? Mm-hmm. You still want them to get sure, reps.
0: but when you know you're leading up to week number one and open practice fair, in August no there's not when well, open practice in August, mm-hmm. then the starters will be there. I mean you know Campbell's going to do that, and I'm not saying Campbell has anybody suspended. Mm-hmm. Campbell's going to do whatever he can to throw everybody off mm-hmm. he'll put he puts out one depth chart, and that's it that's all you get <laughs> for the entire year. Not for, like, the week. Open up and swallow hard. That's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. One depth chart. All right, it's 1125. Uh, Miller and Condon underway on a Thursday. What day does it feel to you? It does not feel late in the week to me. Uh, Monday? Kind of like that, right? Yeah. Boy, it's so much fun. We had Just a sitting time. in the book and just watching games. If you love sports, I mean, I used to sit at Mandalay Bay and like Mandalay Bay. <laughs> it's a nice place. And I was there the other night... Um, I'm looking around. I didn't know
2: what I was missing, I guess, right? Yeah. Circle wasn't built yet. It's just wall to wall. It's incredible. It is just a fun experience to be there. We talked earlier in the week about being there for the game previous with Lakers Warriors and kind of the both sides of it. Mm. More Lakers fans, but the Kraken fans that were there a couple yeah. nights ago. Just you get that environment. It is completely different. There is general mission seating. You just grab a seat. Yeah. And unless it's a huge, huge event. You, it's free. You're going to sit there and eat, right? And have beer. Now, if there to... is a, on a Sunday,
0: those general admission seats are sold, right? So don't go. Don't go to Vegas and we're going to go to Circa and watch the games on uh, NFL Week. Whatever. Um, that's not the case. There's. By the way, we didn't mention this. Your thoughts on opening night of the NFL? Chiefs versus Lions. Yes, I like it. You said it yesterday. You're not the first. Florio <laughs> said this forever. Uh, that on Thanksgiving. You could get the Texans and the Lions with combined four wins. I think maybe America's, we have had that game before. We? And America's going to eat it up, right, because we're going to watch. Mm-hmm. And you said that uh, yesterday regarding uh, regarding the opening Thursday night game. And you're right. We're going to watch. Yes. So they give you the Lions.
2: Lions. An up-and-coming team. I couldn't agree they more. They got a lot of buzz. Yes. This is going to be one of the biggest buzz teams of the offseason. Without a doubt. I think they're on that second level.
0: Behind the Eagles, between, uh, behind the Niners, then you're looking to fill in the blanks. It's, uh, that next group of teams in the NFC, and the Lions are part of it. Yeah. Talent-wise, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Organizational-wise, difficult to wrap See, your I like draft. Dan Campbell. I like Dan Campbell. He's a different dude. He's a different He's dude. a football guy. I'm rooting for him. Need more football guys. Yeah,
0: I'm rooting for him to succeed there. Um, He'll give you a soundbite. Oh boy, he will that. Anyways, we'll take our time out. We'll come back. Uh, will we get some schedule leaks? That's
2: opening Sunday night game is Cowboys Giants. I uh, I heard what Bears Packers whatever week that was. That's a prime time game. Uh, week five, uh, the Bears and the Commanders will go it again as they had the 12-7 game a year ago in prime time. We'll get another Thursday night. Oof. Amazon game with the Commanders and the Bears looking not forward to that Bills, one. Bills,
0: Jets, Monday Night Football to uh, to bring the curtain up on MNF. I get a kick out of the ones breaking schedule leak. Saints, Panthers, 1 o'clock, Week 12. <laughs> Who cares? Lock it in.
2: <laughs> well, if you're a Who Panther cares? fan and you go to New Orleans every year, yeah. that's who's locking it in. And that's what this is about. I mean, this is... We know who plays everybody. Sure. This is for the people that a group of a guys go to a travel game every yep. year. Or yep. you're somebody that goes to a lot of games every year, road games. And those are the people that this is the most important to. And you get mm-hmm. out front of it, and you get it set up, or you don't live in the area of your team. What NFC North teams go to Vegas this year? Is, isn't that the crossover? I'm not sure.
0: Are the Vikings play at Raderville? I'll have to check.
2: We'll know tonight.
0: Yeah, well, like well, you we said, can we can know right we, now. We can know right now, yeah. just uh, all, all the opponents, etc. All right, we'll come back and talk to David Eicholt here until uh, one o'clock. Uh, Kevin Lehman, uh, really a nice honor for Kevin, and well done, you and I. And I'm not surprised by what they did, but uh, just to be applauded nonetheless. Uh, it's. Uh pretty cool uh, that he is going to be their representative uh, when it comes to coaches versus cancer night which is tomorrow night at prairie meadows in the ballroom There coming up on 11 30 miller and condon on thursday des moines sports station 106.3
2: on your side now back to miller and condon on 106.3 KXNO.
0: here's Ken and trent Millery Condon, welcome back. to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. I Take you until 1 o'clock. Uh, from the NFC North, both the Packers and the Vikings visit uh, Las Vegas this year. And you said you've seen something that the Vegas... Uh, the Packers
2: game will be a Monday night affair. Monday night, yeah, for the Packers. That'll be coming up in week five, thanks to Adam Benz, Ben for passing that along to us. And so is this official, or is this... This was at com who had wow. a rundown of things. So I'm going to guess pretty good. We had somebody on Twitter that also passed along this spreadsheet that has all the confirmed leaks, and uh, we'll be able to make our way through there, all the Thursday, Sunday night, Monday night Does, games. What's that Thanksgiving? Confirmed. Is that listed? Uh, let's see here.
0: Uh, let's get David Eichel on. Hey, David. We'll little... get to it in a moment. Okay. Uh, man, I can't wait to find out. All right, uh, David, thanks for popping on. How are you?
3: Well, I was doing good until you guys started talking about the Packers, because I'm not looking forward to watching Jordan Love play quarterback for my Green Bay <laughs> Packers. But uh, you know what? Since, Since you've been back, alive, you've had two quarterbacks. There, so we're in Vegas, I'm sure.
0: Right. Since you've been alive, you've had two quarterbacks. Yeah, you know how
3: lucky nice. you've been? Two Hall of Famers. It- exactly no it it is a first world first world problem like i'm fully aware of that all right uh but before we get to uh
0: wells fargo etc what was behind it um donnie freeman uh, for the 24 class iowa is a is a finalist again with texas and syracuse and alabama georgia tech i know nothing about the kid um but today he's going to commit to one of these five schools are the hawks in the hunt do they have a chance
3: you know, I, I, if you would have asked me probably about four or five months ago, I would have argued Iowa was at least in the top two. It was them and Alabama. Obviously, the Alabama's descendants this past season, Nate Oates, you know, Barring the controversy of Brandon Miller, however people want to feel about it, I have my own opinion. He built a heck of a squad this past yeah. season. But, you know, I think as time has gone on, Donnie Freeman has formed a really great relationship with Syracuse. I think he's got some numerous connections there. So if I had to submit a crystal ball, I would probably submit it in favor of the orange.
2: One of the more in exciting prospects out there on the football front is Eric Carter. Now, his coach over in the Chicago Land area is Matt Bowen. Mm-hmm. He has done pretty well for himself. <laughs> yeah, you see we'll him see. on ESPN, yeah. <laughs> had a long NFL career, mm-hmm. and a really good guy on top of it. Eric Carter was committed to Purdue, opening up his commitment again. And now Alabama sniffing around and Texas A&M, along with Iowa amongst the uh, five finalists for him. What can you tell us about, Connor? He's still only listed as a three-star. It just, it's always hard to wrap your mind around how Alabama offers a kid and how they're still a three-star. But what can you tell us about the tight end prospect from the Chicagoland area?
3: Yeah, not a bad little offer list, especially after decommitting from Purdue, right? I yeah. mean, you picked up Alabama, A&M, Jeez. Florida, Michigan State, also in the hunt. But he's got three official visits Scheduled right now, He's going to go to Michigan State on June 2nd, uh, Florida June 9th, and Iowa on June 23rd. And a reminder, June 23rd is going to be that big Iowa recruiting week, so stay tuned to HawkeyeInsider.com for that. Most, if not all, of Iowa's commits will be on that visit. But I think there's a lot of good things for Iowa in this recruitment so far. I mean, you think about just the way he posts on Instagram. He listed hashtags all the school. He didn't put Iowa. He put tight end you. And he's also on the record at 24-7 sports that Iowa is, quote, at the top of the list Mm -hmm. following his last visit to Iowa. So I think Iowa's in a really good position. You mentioned a couple of the connections already. But this is a guy that I will be surprised if he's not a four-star Went It's all said and done. 6'5", 220, great hands, very athletic, can go up and get a 50-50 ball. They're probably 75-25 when you throw it up to him. So I think he would fit very, very well with an Iowa system, and I think the Hawkeyes have done a very good job in this recruitment so far.
0: Uh, Let's talk about uh, the basketball event that's going to take place uh, here in Des Moines, uh, middle of December. Uh, you can you know you can nitpick the teams and and I certainly understand that especially with Drake fans in the audience and our, uh, and Panther fans as well. Uh, but how did it come about? I get what's behind it, David. It makes sense. It's uh, you know it's uh, the, the, the state capital. Uh, a lot of Hawkeye fans would love to be able to see them in their backyard, whether it's the Caitlin Clark experience or um, or or the Men's team. How did it come about, and uh, how long has it been in the works?
3: Yeah, so this has been in the works for a couple months. I first started getting rumblings about it last month. I didn't know when the story was officially going to pop. I just was made aware of the teams last week, but they were finalizing some of the contract details. But I think it's a great idea. I mean, you think about on December 16th, how are the crowds in Carver-Hawkeye Arena on (laughs) December 16th? Right. There's no student population. It's cold. And, you know, depending on how the football season goes, you know, not a lot of people might be excited about basketball. That's just the way the world works. It translates over to it. Uh, so this has been the works for a while. I think when you look at Caitlin Clark, who I think is going to go down as the best Iowa athlete, maybe best Hawkeye of all time, mm-hmm. regardless of sport, mm-hmm. I think it's a perfect opportunity to kind of let her play in front of her hometown crowd yep. back in Des Moines, in Wells Fargo. I also am curious if the women are going to be the second or the first game, I think they should be the second game just based on the quality of opponent and having Caitlin Clark, I think it'd be irresponsible not to. And you can look at the television numbers. Uh, and I think the women can sell themselves in that aspect. But you also think about Peyton Sanford, who's going to be, I think the top score on Iowa's team next season alongside Ben Cricky. I think Peyton Sanford is going to be a top five scorer. Price Sanford, his brother, I think is going to play a decent role on his team as well. So, Iowa has always pride themselves on recruiting the state. I think it's a good opportunity to sell out Wells Fargo Arena. I think it just kind of gives Central Iowa in the midst of winter to be able to watch a game. I think the ticket sales would do good. And, again, with the student population being gone and Iowa City just being a little bit more quiet than usual, I think it's a smart move regardless of who they're playing.
0: And this is a one ticket, right? This isn't a split doubleheader like they try and pull in baseball. One ticket gets you in for both games.
3: From what I understand, yes, that's correct. I don't want to confirm that quite yet, but that's from my understanding right now. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. Makes a whole lot of sense. Well, another component of this is the TV side of things, mm-hmm. and it's going to look a whole lot different this basketball season as ESPN is out. Home games Jeez. involving Big Ten teams will not have ESPN be a part of it. We're talking about some streaming games on Peacock, and, well, you could see this one kind of being a Peacock special, couldn't you? Wells Fargo Arena, non-conference game that stinks, this one could be something like that. How do you anticipate? I know I've heard in the past that Big Ten basketball coaches, even more than football coaches, they did not want to lose that ESPN component. Don't blame them. They believe it's a huge part of their recruiting pitch. What is the latest on that front And Maybe some frustrations that's coming from the basketball side because I don't think people realize or remember just how different things are going to look this year. It's a great point.
3: You know, I think there's a couple avenues to that. Number one trend. I really don't know how much the television exposure matters anymore in recruiting. I mean, what's what's taken a hold of everything? It's been nil. It's been getting these guys. I mean, I've heard numbers. For example, for Hunter Dickinson to go to Kansas, I heard he's making you know one point five million dollars. That much going to Kansas this year. Is that a Um, two-year
0: deal or is that a one-year deal? Do you know? Because he's got two years of eligibility left.
3: I think it's a one-year deal, Jeez. but don't quote me on that. Good for him. Yeah, but that's another, again, but he also said he was getting paid, I think, under six figures at Michigan, yep. and for Michigan, that's kind of unbelievable that they don't have that put together. But, you know, again, you, you think back to the, uh, what our interview was with Fran McCaffrey last month when we were asking him, you know, what was the big criticism of Fran trying to recruit guys? Well, you couldn't put players in the NBA, right? Well, then you have Chris Murray, you have Keegan Murray. Tyler Cook still kind of bounces around a little bit. Luca Garza's in the league. Like, Iowa can put guys in the league. And Fran told us it just doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's all about the dollars. So maybe television exposure matters a little bit, but I think NIL has just taken so much to the forefront of this college conversation. Now, I really don't know if it's gonna be a make-or-break thing on the recruiting trail, but as you mentioned, if this is a Peacock special, I think that would be a wise move on their part. But uh, I also think there's a lot of frustration with the coaches about how many different streaming services there are. And I know the consumers thinking the same thing, how many different services they have have to subscribe to just to be able to watch sports anymore.
0: Imagine being a fan of a Big 12 school, knowing what's coming down the pipe in all likelihood, trying to figure that out. Um,
2: At least it's just one. Well, as far as we know, we don't know. There's usually three or four non-conference games now for Iowa that are on Big 10 plus btn plus. right the early november one yeah so right. you got that component now mm-hmm. you got peacock that you've mm-hmm. got to subscribe to you have to have fs1 you have to have the fox sports app and something that originates off of that to have btn and the fox sports ones and fox sports games i mean that's three right there that Jeez. you're going to at least with espn plus it's just one that's true
0: well, we we Crazy. shall. It's, it's it's a different world. Uh, <laughs> uh, no no doubt about that. Uh, so uh, combine wise, um, Chris has been invited, correct? And when when does that get going?
3: Yeah, so Chris has been invited. I believe it's going to take place next Tuesday is when it starts. It's a three day event. Yeah. And as far as I'm aware, of, Chris has not decided if he's going to do all of the combine at this point or not. I'm very interested to see if he's going to do this. I think he should do the scrimmage portion. I think he'll do the athletic testing. But, you know, I really don't know how much more he'll do. Because if I'm Chris, and I know this is not what he's going to want to do, Kenyon will not want to do this, I'm speaking from my perspective. So I'll make sure I'm not speaking for them. If I'm Chris, I'm riding Keegan's coattails as much as I can throughout this process to get drafted higher. And I think Chris is going to go mid-first round. I think the mock drafts are devaluing him a little bit. I've talked to several NBA scouts that, they are very, very interested, in Chris, and it will not surprise me if he plays his way into a maybe a top, you know, fourteen to seventeen pick. I think there's eight to ten teams that are really, really interested in what he can do, and obviously Keegan's success with the Sacramento Kings and the way he played in the playoffs, the final four games. I think that's ultimately going to help Chris as well.
0: Hmm. Uh, the Caitlin Clark experience is going international. Is twenty four seven sending you to Italy? <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, man, I won't complain if they do. <laughs> I will not complain if they do. Uh, yeah, so they're, I think they're going to Italy. I think they're going to Croatia as well. I need to double-check what their schedule is. But, uh, yeah, they're going there, I believe, in the first week of August. That should be a fun experience for them. Obviously, I was only allowed to do that once every four years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's going to be quite the year to do it. And I think without Monica Sinano, I think it'll be good for them to kind of get some scrimmages to really, really see – how they're going to play this
2: upcoming season. And the men also taking a trip here coming up in August and putting the new pieces together, including the four incoming freshmen in the where past. Where are they going, Trent? I don't remember where, but uh, they're taking a trip. And in the past, freshmen weren't allowed to go on those trips. That is something that has changed. Mm. And with four incoming freshmen, uh, that will definitely be impactful for the team. Last thing, David, for me, and that is on the sports gambling front. Uh, anything new? It feels like the story has kind of slowed down. Big series coming up for Iowa baseball this weekend with Michigan State. Incredibly important for seeding in the Big Ten as they are right there real close with the Spartans. We don't anticipate certainly any news for those four baseball players, right?
3: No, and like you said, I think right now there really aren't too many updates to share. From what I understand, they are not looking into matches being fixed. I'm curious what they're going to do about the baseball players. I don't think they've officially announced anything, Mm -hmm. but I do think it needs to be fair to the players and to Iowa baseball in general. For the NCAA or someone just to say, hey, you know what? You either are eligible this season or you are not. I mean, I I think it's going to be the right thing to do instead of lingering day by day and having Rick Keller not know who's going to be available Mm -hmm. for his squad. So I hope they really, you know, kind of wrap that up quickly. But, yeah, this is going to be a story, guys. I think we're going to have to follow for the upcoming weeks and to really, really see what happens. I have not heard too much confirmed info on my front. There are certainly a lot of rumors going through twitter and message boards etc i would advise people on iowa state and iowa site take a step back let the process play out i think it's irresponsible to throw names that potentially can be around because i think it's irresponsible to pre-incriminate people so i would be very very cautious i would advise people to be very cautious about really reading into these rumors or spreading the rumors
0: uh, david eichel 24 7 sports hawkeye insider.com david thank you as always we appreciate it. we'll talk to you down the road brother Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Yeah. Take care. Thank you, David Eicholt. Uh, as we check in uh, with Iowa, that's got to be a single ticket. Oh, it will be. It yeah. has to be. Yeah, it's got to be a single ticket.
2: Yeah. Um, and the television aspect, yeah, it's it's going to be weird, right? No ESPN for Big Ten. I feel like we have most everything. We don't have Peacock, so there's another one. Just I don't think I have Peacock either. Add it to the list. You're gonna have. There's going to be Big Ten football games there. Uh huh. This year? Yeah. In September. I don't know. Sometime. Well, got to add it to the list then. <laughs> yep. Holy mackerel. Now, it might be Minnesota, Maryland. But well. It's still. If it's a Friday night standalone alone on Peacock? In. I know what you're going to be doing. In. I know what you're going to be doing. You'll be calling high school football. And what'll I have up on the iPad? <laughs> that's true, too. Uh, have you put your schedule together yet for high school football? I'm working on high school baseball first. Yeah, I got true, a season right? in front of me before I got get to one that one season port. before you get to football. Though I did put out a preliminary when the schedule came out, and... One thing I need to do, this is a very selfish one, and I'm allowed to be selfish every once in a while, right? Yeah. Is of course ADM Adel with uh-huh. Brevin Dahl. Yeah, is playing to Boy North at North. There you go. I did a North game for the first time ever last year. I remember really it. good season, and they were very appreciative that you showed up. And gonna put that one on the schedule again. So an opportunity I've never seen Brevin play live. So that's one for me. Do and it. I think it has a chance to be a pretty good game on top of it. Do it, do and it, do that's it. That's for the listeners. And out it there. starts when now. August, what it would be, August 24th, I think, is week one. mackerel. Yeah. I'll be here before we know it. Ready or not, we'll take our final time out, come back, finish hour number
0: one, Miller and Condon, it's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Wherever
3: you get your podcast.
0: Condon, welcome back. About five minutes before noon, it's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. A lot of day baseball today. Yes. Uh, did you have you done your homework?
2: Uh, not really. I'm a little slow getting around today. I'm going to give days you in a Vegas pass. i going to do that. Yeah,
0: to everybody. But
2: we had winning days in the picks that we gave out on Monday, on Tuesday. And Wednesday, I was feeling in Vegas. And and how'd that work out? It worked out incredibly well. Six really good. Yesterday, let's see, over the last three days. You know, winners every single day. Good. By the
0: way, Jeff Benson, who joined you late in the show, uh-huh. how, how was that? He's really good on social media. Yeah, he is.
2: And oh. really explained uh, one thing we talked about was the NBA series prices. You know, one of the series. Had you met three, him before, by the yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one was three one, one was three two, but they were the same price. And he just explained that is You just basically take the Moneyline Parlay and put it together. And again, why we say bet at Circa is because you'll get the truest correlated parlay that you can get Mm -hmm. as opposed to other places that will dwindle those odds down. And that's why we said for years it's better to just go game by game by game as opposed to betting a series price or a team certainly making a comeback And uh, he said, that's not really the way that we do it here. We try to make it the truest price possible. Speaking
0: of teams making comebacks in series, you saw what happened last
2: night. Oh, you got three more to go. Oh, is that it? Three more to go. That was only worth one? Yeah. Feeling all right. Feeling all right. Yeah, you should be feeling uh, pretty good. So we got NFL schedule leaked. So who's leaked? All right. Any locals? Yes, both the Packers and the Vikings are in, according to this spreadsheet, one of our fine So, will you have
0: that tomorrow to see if these guys are accurate
2: or not? Yes, I will. I will keep this. And okay, keep it. And make sure that they have this one right. So, I'm, in fact, I'm going to screenshot it right now. So, if anything changes from what it is, or if they update it in a different way, we'll have it. because t- we got
0: sent the Thanksgiving slate, and we've been set the Christmas Day slate.
2: Yes, and this is from a bunch of different people on Twitter. Nerding on NFL, Aussie NFL at Royals, royalty, and a few others, and that's where these leaks are all put together in one spot. We'll see how close they are. The Green Bay Packers open up at the Chicago Bears. They're on one. <laughs> We're W and Ellen. Then they go to Atlanta. Oh, it's two. So. Sorry, Packer fans. Home for the Saints. Favorites in the South. Okay. They got Detroit coming ready to Lambo. I this yet. Uh,
0: okay, Detroit at Lambo. They're one and three. Mm-hmm. They go to Vegas, and that you said is a Monday. That's nighter. a Monday nighter, early October. Yes. Can you imagine what the airport's gonna be like Come Tuesday morning? <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: baby, that's gonna be a rough one. Oh jeez. Then a bye uh-huh, uh-huh. And your Broncos. There's a win for for the Packers. For the Packers. That's okay because the Broncos finally get a first round pick next year. Home for the Vikings. Yeah. Home for the Rams. At Pittsburgh, Chargers, Thanksgiving at Detroit. So that's going to lift the lid on Thanksgiving Day, okay? Yep. After that, they are home for the Chiefs. at Sunday night football. At the Giants. Hope for Tampa, there's a win. At Carolina, no. At Minnesota, no. And then the Bears get the season sweep. So Jordan Love is a one-year guy, and they turn it over to it looks Drake like May, Caleb to be, Williams. Sorry, Packer fans, four
0: and thirteen. The Thanksgiving schedule apparently is Packers, Lions, mm-hmm. Washington at Dallas, mm-hmm. Niners, Seahawks in Seattle. In Seattle, Christmas Day. See, this is why I'm not sure they're going to put the Niners on on Thanksgiving evening and uh. Christmas night. Uh Christmas night uh Christmas Day, uh noon our time, Raiders at Chiefs. Okay. Eagle at Giants three thirty, mm-hmm. Niners at Ravens, seven fifteen on Christmas night. So the, the Niners would be on the road on Thanksgiving and on Christmas. I'm not buying it. You're
2: not buying it. Not, You're no. out. I'm out. You're Mr. NFL schedule leaks. You I love this stuff. I do love this stuff, but I think Ozzy's full of it. You're not buying Ozzy. I'm not into Ozzy. All right. He's got a blue check mark, Trent. Well, you could buy those. No, you can. It's changed a little, hasn't it? He's got two thousand followers.
0: Yeah, he doesn't know. Yeah, um, we'll see. Hey, let's let's say we'll we'll grade his uh, homework tomorrow. Hey, I've got a conundrum, Uh-oh. Uh, and it happened to, it happened to my wife yesterday. She was scammed. Oh, she fell for no. one. She got a message on her desktop that um, something about Pornhub uh, four thirty in the morning. Uh, somebody's using your credit to. Um, Call this. So she called. She did three scans of our computer for these people. Oh no. Uh huh. Um, she then got off the phone to call the bank, and, and they said, "Well, make sure you call us back." And um, I'm on a plane at the time, right? And so, how screwed are we? They have everything, right? They've I'm, got all of our credit cards. Yep. Our social security, our mm-hmm. age, our birth dates. Yeah. The guy's name was Ben Coleman. Well, did he sound like a Ben Coleman to you? No, he had a thick accent. Come mm, on, honey.
2: Yeah, that's tough.
0: Right? What can we do? Is there, is there an identity theft company that retroactively can go back and try and limit the damage? Well, you're deep on the dark web now. I mean, that, that information that's is now instantly, out there. right? Yeah. So is that, because we called the bank and nothing's been done at the bank yet. Mm-hmm. But they're aware that you know this might be coming. But what else do
2: we do? I don't know if there's much that you can do. Uh, so it was an email.
0: No, it was a. It was a. I saw it got, came in this morning again too. A pop-up a box. Mo- a pop-up box from Microsoft. Call us immediately. Then she starts talking. Oh, the, ma'am, you're in big trouble. Your 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 computer has been infected with child pornography, and you know that's illegal, right? Oh, it boy. just they just kept laying it on worse and worse. And she bought it hook, line,
2: and sinker. Well, if anybody has any information to help Ken out, please uh, yeah, reach out via yeah. Twitter. We're screwed. Yeesh. Deep
0: water. Hour two next Miller and Condon, 106.3, KXNO.